Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith and, and discussing the importance of strength training for women. Mm. Great topic. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us today on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We are really, really happy that you're here today. Uh, we are going to be diving into the importance of strength training for women. And uh, it's it's a great topic, and uh, I don't think we've covered this before. And even Aww. if you're a man, you should this listen to this, good. too. Yeah, this is so going to help you out, too. It so. will, and I bet you know a woman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Some info too. Um, <laughs> but before we jump into that, we just want to remind you to swing by our website, SeniorFitnessWithMeredith.com. Check out all of our latest, greatest content we have there. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter uh, we send that out every week, and in it we have all of our new workouts, our new podcast, and much, much more. So appreciate that. Uh, so today's topic, the importance of strength training for women. And like we said, we want to give a disclaimer. This isn't just for women. Right. Um, it's for everybody. <laughs> uh, if you are a male, and you can always get something from this as well, too, from what we're going to talk about. Or yes. if you know someone uh, who this could help as well. Yes. Always, always beneficial. <laughs> so, um, so Meredith, we're, we're talking about this. Um, and as usual, we like to draw from your many years of experience in training many people, both mm -hmm. male and female. Yes. Um, what, you know, why are we talking about this today? And <laughs> what kind of ideas did your past clients and people have about strength training uh, for yes. women? Yes. Oh, well, we're talking about it because I, I heard um, a, a talk on women and strength training, basically, and and talking about muscle loss as we age. So um, that's where it came up. That's where I came up with the idea we should talk about this. Mm -hmm. um, and and uh, women <laughs> that I've worked with in the past, especially as I worked with older generations, um, did not really like the idea of strength training. And there were many reasons for that. The number one reason uh, was they were afraid they would get bulky if they started lifting weights. <laughs> right. And um, I shouldn't laugh as if you don't know, I mean, you don't have a lot of knowledge in it, or that's what you see in magazines and at gyms and things. Um, these people who are lifting these heavy weights look, you know, all muscular and stuff. And that was the last thing they wanted was to look that way. Um, that's not feminine is, you know, the words I would get. We don't want to look non-feminine. I don't want to get bulky and all kinds of muscles by lifting weights. It's not beneficial for me. I don't need to do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so just to, to dispel that whole that you'll get bulky, you have to lift really heavy weights Um for a very long time to get that way. It's not easy to build really large muscles as a female, especially, um, unless you are taking something, especially some kind of testosterone or other steroids or supplements to get bulky. Um, estrogen just does not allow you to get huge on your own most of the time. You can get large, but you can't get huge. <laughs> like, like the vision, the visual of someone thinking they're going to get big and bulky. Right, right. And most of the people would come into class and lift one, two, three, no higher than five pound dumbbells. You're not going to get bulky 
by lifting that. You're going to benefit your body in many, many ways. You will not get bulky. So you don't need to worry about that. Um, so that was kind of the number one reason why. Um, and they thought, well, I'll gain weight if I gain more muscle. I don't want to do that. I'll just stick with my aerobics because that's what girls do. Girls do aerobics, you know, their cardio exercises and boys lift weights. Mm-hmm. They need to be strong. Um, again, that's false. <laughs> Cardiovascular is, uh, of course, beneficial. We need to do our aerobics. Um, you do get cardiovascular benefits, though, by lifting weights. Um, it does bring the heart rate up, especially if you do it in different uh styles like we have shown in many of our workouts, our hit style um, dumbbell workouts. That's a great way to get the heart rate up and get a cardiovascular workout in as well. So you're you're combating the gaining weight because gaining muscle might make you gain a little weight, but you're usually losing fat. So you're not getting bigger or gaining weight if you're looking at a number. Um, your body composition will change in a different way. So So trying to get that out of our head that females should only do aerobics because we do need the benefits of strength training um, and gaining muscle. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But that those were the biggest uh, that was the biggest thing that people would say they didn't want to lift weights because they were afraid of getting bulky and big and um, they had never done it before. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of scary. Right, and to, that, that that kind of brings up another question: mm-hmm. is how many of the people that you worked with before you know you started getting uh, into training them had experience with using weights in exercise? Exactly, very very few, which I think is amazing. It was just not something that a lot of women did back in the day, and then as they got older, they didn't, they weren't introduced to it, so they just didn't do it. Um, again, it was just going for walks, using the treadmill, um, using the ellipticals, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they just didn't think of the incorporation of dumbbells or even resistance bands because bands will be a part of it. They did a lot of body weight things, um, you know, air squats and crunches and things like that, mm-hmm. but um, not, not introducing the actual element of a dumbbell. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And something that would seem, you know, very basic in to someone saying, "Oh, you've never picked up a dumbbell," you know, I mean, right? That's kind of no, shocking, it's, but that is the truth. It's the truth, yeah. Um, and it's funny because a lot of women they have they do strength training their whole lives, right? I mean, they're cleaning and picking up things and picking up kids and holding them and picking up heavy grocery bags and all of the things that they do. They're constantly lifting. They're adding muscle to their body. So it's not like they're not doing anything. Mm -hmm. Um, But the actual let's do a workout with dumbbells because we need to do strength training was not um, in the forefront of their mind Mm -hmm. that they needed to do. Yeah. Right, right. So when we talk about Mm -hmm. strength training for women... um, is this for all ages or should, as you get older, mm. should you not pick up the weights? Yeah, no. You know, it, all that ages. That's a myth. You should continue to lift weights until you basically cannot physically anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's so, so beneficial. Even if it's a half a pound dumbbell or a bottle of water that you're using as your resistance, um, doesn't have to be crazy heavy. That's the other thing. I think we 
have the visual from the pictures and magazines to the the movies. And even if you go to a gym, you think if I just go there and lift a five pound dumbbell or a two pound dumbbell, I'm not really doing anything. It's it it looks silly because you see these people lifting these crazy heavy amounts of weight, right? Um, so it's intimidating as well. But even the lightest weight is going to be a benefit. And you lift a lightweight today, you lift a little heavier tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, So we look at strength training as kind of being a little stronger today than we were yesterday. Whether that means we're physically able to lift something um, that's heavier or we've gained in different ways. And it might be ways that we aren't seeing. Our heart is stronger. Um, Our bones are stronger. So we're, we're getting, we're getting gains, um, each day. Uh, we just may not always see them in the fact that we can lift a heavier weight, but that's what strength training is. Right. Right. Gotcha. (laughs) Better today than yesterday. Yeah. Making a little progress, uh, inch by inch. Yes, exactly. Just a little bit. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, so for strength training, uh, as far as the benefits that you can get from, if you're a woman, or compared to if you're a man, is there any mm-hmm. difference? Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, no, that's where I mean, if we talk, if we were to just list all the benefits, they'd be pretty much similar for men as they are women. Um, the main differences, though, are how we gain muscle, which I'm not going to get into that, as I don't have those statistics in front of me. Just knowing that um, women produce naturally estrogen more so than testosterone. Therefore, their bodies react different to strength training versus men. Um, Estrogen has been known you don't fatigue as fast. Um, You can recover faster, um, where it takes men a little bit longer. Um, You don't have as, we have testosterone, but not as much. So your gain of muscle is not going to be as big as it would with a man doing the workout. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the main differences. You're still going to increase muscle strength and tone. Um, you're still going to uh, help your metabolism, your bone strength, um, everything else that goes along with it, men mm-hmm. and women. Mm-hmm. Um, but the gains come in different ways because right. of being male versus female. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about heart health? Mm-hmm. Yes. How does strength training, you know, benefit your heart health? Because we don't usually think about that. We usually right. think strength training muscles get stronger. Right. Yeah. You know, and your heart is a muscle, obviously. But right. What? How does that affect your heart health? Right. So, like I said in the beginning, a lot of times when we're lifting weights, we think it's only a strength training workout, but your heart is pumping. Um, it's trying to get blood to those muscles that you're working all of a sudden. You pick up a dumbbell. I always like to say bicep curl because it's just a visual. It's easy. We think about that movement. You can see it in your head. So think about that muscle, um, top of the arm, front of the arm, bicep muscle, all of a sudden contracting. Um, and the heart has to pump a little more because now it's trying to push that blood um, around the body into that oxygen is going out Um we're breathing heavier, so the heart has to work harder. So mm-hmm. you get that cardiovascular, that heart health benefit by lifting weights. Um, and then depending on, and that can be heavy or light weights. That's why I say I love referring to the HIIT workouts because I don't like people using really heavy dumbbells when you do a high-intensity interval training type workout um, because it, um, we're focusing on form, 
We don't want to try and go double speed, so to speak, and get the heart rate up and use something heavy. So even using a lightweight, um, you're going to get the heart rate up if you're doing more repetitions throughout the time that's given. Um, Say you're given 30 seconds and you do 15 repetitions, that's quite a few. Mm-hmm. That that muscle's working. That heart is going up to get that, um, to get those movements in. So, so yeah, it's definitely a benefit uh, to the heart in many ways because it has to work harder. And before, uh, during, after, it's it's working harder because that uh, heart is still pumping. After you finish, you put the weight down. Now you're a little out of breath. Just thinking about those workouts, you know, so it's it's pumping even when you finish. Um, the heart's still working. That's going to help boost your metabolism as well, um, which is going to burn fat over time mm-hmm. after you finish working out, <laughs> which everyone loves that. Um, so, yes, yes, it's a great heart heart benefiting uh, type of exercise to do, strength training. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Again, both men and women on that one. Yeah, both <laughs> men and women for sure. Um, keeping the heart healthy you know, I think we, again, when we do strength training, we do weights. Um, I don't think that's kind of our first uh, idea is, oh, I'm keeping my heart healthy. Right. You know? No, I know. Um, but it's part of it. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you've sold me on strength training. Right? <laughs> um, and I'm ready to try it. Right. Yeah. So how often should I be doing strength training exercises, <laughs> say, in a week? Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Um, Yeah, so they did a... um a study in 2021 of women 65 and older. Um, and they used body weight, band, body weight bands and light dumbbells. So they all were using just a mix of those things. And they worked out three times a week doing that. And they saw significant gains. Um, they improved their strength, their functional fitness, grip strength, and gait speed. Mm-hmm. And that was three times a week for 16 weeks was the study. That was done in 2021. Um, so you're gaining, and even just by doing body weight, adding that in there. So maybe you do a Monday of body weight, a Wednesday of bands, and a Friday of uh, light dumbbells. You're going to see improvements throughout the entire body in all of those ways, I said. Um, and that's just over 16 weeks. I'm sure they were seeing those prior to that. But staying consistent with it for that amount of time, mm-hmm. um, it, it, yeah, it, it doesn't take a lot. So three times a week, I would say, always give a day's rest in between. Um, you need those muscle fibers 
that have broken down after doing those types of workouts, especially when you're using um, equipment. So bands and dumbbells, really making sure you give the body at least a day of rest in between so those muscle fibers can basically grow back together because you've kind of ripped them apart. That's how they grow back and grow Mm -hmm. back stronger. So um, making sure you give that day of rest in between. Um, Still able to do movements, so don't think you don't don't do anything the next day. You can still do your cardio. Um, You can still even do body weight type things, um, focusing on your balance, your core, all of those types of workouts, but staying away from equipment at least for one day in between. Mm-hmm. But three times a week is beneficial. If, it, if you're not doing it at all, once is, once is good. <laughs> right. So I don't think, oh, I'm not working out, I'm not using any equipment, or I'm not even working out right now. I have to do three times a week? No. Um, start with one <laughs> and and build up from there. But three is kind of the optimal good, good number. Um, so you're giving body rest in between. Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned, um, when you're lifting actual weight, you're not growing the muscle right then and there. Right. right? No. People think, oh, I'm going (laughs) to do these bicep curls and the muscle's going to get bigger immediately. Right. You're actually breaking the muscle down. (laughs) Yes. And that's what you're supposed to be doing is you're breaking the muscle down. So then as you take that rest period, like you mentioned, in between, that's when your body gets a chance to rest and that builds the muscle up. Exactly. So between the rest and... Nutritionally, how you're able to um, get good proteins in there to help that muscle grow stronger um, and grow back, basically, and then it will grow stronger because you've put load on it that was not the usual. Uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. that's how that's mm-hmm. how it works. I some people will say I feel like my muscles got bigger as I was doing my workout, or I could see them more, and you usually can. Um, Because you can feel it, you're flexing the muscle, um, you're getting that blood to it, it's pumping in the body, and that muscle group is kind of um, swelling a little bit, but it's not growing right then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It's breaking apart, like you said, and Mm -hmm. then it will grow. And you get it's getting mm-hmm. an influx of blood to it, like you said, to yeah. the oxygen to help repair the muscle. Yes, um, as it begins. So, in between these periods of strength training, um, should you do like a low cardio day? You know, in between. Yeah, that's what that I said. Okay? On those off days, making sure you're still moving. Um, so, just because you didn't, uh, you're not doing strength training, you need to make sure you're still doing your other types of workouts as well. And those are perfect to do on the off days. Um, whatever types of workouts you do. So everyone such different uh, when it comes to their levels and the types of workouts they do. Um, so if it's just going for a walk and then doing a balance workout, or maybe you're a runner or you like your recumbent bike, or you get out there on your bike and you ride for 25 miles, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, wherever you're at on the spectrum, that's uh, totally up to you, but making sure you're continuing to move. So yes, those muscles are still working. Um, I think that's kind of also the the thing we get in our head. Well, I can't do anything because I'm not supposed to break that that muscle apart again, so to speak. But you're not putting load on it that's different than what you normally would be doing. You're not adding 5, 10, 25 pounds to it. Um, you're, you're, again, using light weights, you're going to gain muscle, but they're not going to get huge. 
You're just keeping those muscles intact. You're helping your bones, etc. Um, so no worries about getting big and bulky, male and female. Um, doesn't matter. If you're staying light with your weights, it's still beneficial, but you're not going to get the same gains that you would if you lift a little bit heavier mm -hmm. um, over time. takes a lot of time, too. <laughs> the benefits are, are there quickly, but it takes a lot of time to gain muscle. Um, so don't, don't think you're going to get them overnight either. So, um, but yeah, doing, doing your movements, continuing to get your intentional movement, cardio workouts, etc., in on the days that you're not doing, um, your strength training is very important to keep up with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even if you're sore, a lot of times people get sore, especially if you're trying to do a different workout than you've normally done. Um, maybe you're trying to lift a little bit heavier than you have in the past. Um, yeah, maybe you're a spot specific on one day. And of course, the next day that spot is very sore. You can tell you worked it. A lot of times we don't want to do anything because we think it'll make us more sore. But getting blood, again, pumping through the body will help with that soreness. Um it, it stretches the body out too. It helps you become more fluid and flexible. So then you can stretch those muscles a little bit, which can help with soreness, making sure you're constantly drinking um, water to flush out any lactic acid buildup that you're getting in those muscles. And then you're kind of letting it loose once you start doing these workouts. So keeping up with good foods, um, keep moving, even if you're sore, making sure you're drinking lots of water. Just don't stop mm -hmm. <laughs> as much as we want to. Yeah, yep. great, <laughs> great uh, tips on that. Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned uh, bands. We're talking about resistance bands. Yes. And weights. So what is the difference between using these types of equipment if you're, you know, if I'm someone who's interested in doing strength training? Right. And, you know, w what says I should use resistance bands mm -hmm. or what says I should be using dumbbells? Right. Or, so, or whatever. whatever yeah. Weight. So my, my recommendation is that you mix it up and use both. Um, if you really do not like one of them for some reason, which I've gotten many people who say they don't like bands, but mainly because they haven't really used them and they don't think they work the same, um, I say try it and see. Um, bands are different than dumbbells because they work the muscles in a different way. Um, you're using resistance in different ways the tension that you get from a band versus holding on a dumbbell versus even a kettlebell, if anybody likes those, um, the way the weight is distributed, the way the body works, and the different types of muscles, tendons, and ligaments that end up working when you're using these different um, pieces of equipment. Mm -hmm. That's the main difference. So if I use bands, I can feel like all the small little muscles working that I can't feel just the large primaries when I use dumbbells most of the time. Um, so it just gets into different parts of the body that um, you can work in different ways. Um, I think about like with our bands, when we do our seated lat pull downs, not as easy to do that with a dumbbell when I'm sitting in a chair. Um, not going to get the same effect. Mm -hmm. um, Rotator cuff, really can feel those when you use a band. Getting a circle band and focusing on lower body, you will really feel the benefits for hips, outer thighs, gluteals, inner thighs, um, different than you feel 
seated especially uh, with a dumbbell. So you can just get into different body parts in different ways. So that's the main difference. That's why I like to, to recommend trying to switch it up between the two. Um, but if for some reason you really don't like one, I'll say at least keep keep using one of them. Right. <laughs> or, yeah, just or dumbbells. Use some type of strength training equipment. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and to see examples of resistance bands, um, if you've never used them before, obviously you know you can visit our website seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com and go to our workout section, and you can filter on resistance band exercises. Uh, if you're new to them, because yes. there is a bit of a learning curve if you've just started to use True. them. They're not like weights. I mean, they right. they kind of have a different give and a different pull to them, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, the resistance in both directions is very different. If you're holding a dumbbell and you release it, it just falls. If you hold a band, it comes back up to you. Um, it's a little different. <laughs> so you, you got to learn that, like you said, the resistance, there is a learning curve behind using those pieces of equipment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And also, too, just to include, if you'd like to see what our recommendations are for the best kind of uh, resistance bands or dumbbells, you know, go to our website, go to the equipment section, and you have all of our best recommendations for these types of equipment. Yes. Um, So for someone who's just starting out, for a a woman who is looking to get into resistance training, strength training, say they're, you know, doctor has said, you should really try Mm -hmm. to get some more (laughs) strength training in or something like that. What is the downside to strength training? Like mm. talking about like injury or anything? Can, can mm-hmm. that can that kind of thing happen? Because you know we have to talk about the downside too, or the right. risks. Right? Yeah, I'd say risks could be. Um, you said injury. Injury can happen just uh, getting up from your bed in the morning. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that that would be a risk. You have to focus um, when you do your workouts. Focus on your form. Uh, focus on keeping the core pulled in. Um, but form is always key. Focus on what you're working. Um, if you've done many of my workouts, I say it over and over again, but I just, I think the benefits, um, are, we don't talk about them enough. Thinking about my bicep as I do a bicep curl, uh, my quadricep as I do a knee raise, um, my abdominals as I lean back in my chair and sit back up tall. Focusing on what's working because we contract it more when we put the brain connection to it. So, and that helps with your form as well because if you're not thinking about what you're working, you're using the secondaries and that's when we get pulls. Um, we're not doing things properly. So, so yes, there can always be injury in anything that we do, but focus, focus on the way you're doing it, why you're doing it and what's being worked will really help um, combat those injuries. So I guess, yeah, that could be a a downfall. But I would say the number one downfall would probably be being sore. And again, that could be from going for a long walk to using a set of dumbbells or bands that you haven't used or using body weight if you haven't used it in a long time. Working parts of the body you haven't worked in a while. Mm -hmm. You can get sore, right? So a lot of people would say that's a downfall. They don't want to be sore. They don't want to get sweaty when they do workouts. Um, (laughs) But uh, like I said, with the soreness, you can work through it. It's soreness, not being injured, but being sore because you worked a part of the body or the body entirely that you haven't worked in a long time. Um, 
is a good thing. It's your body saying, wow, I've worked muscles and things that haven't been worked in a while and they need to be worked. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so being sore is not a bad thing. Um, and getting sweaty is not a bad thing either. Right. <laughs> many, many people who would come to class dressed to the nines because they were going to something <laughs> right after. And I thought, I, I, I gave him credit. Uh, I'm a sweater, so I, it doesn't matter what I do. I'm going to sweat. But um, they kept it light, low impact and lightweights. And they, they did the workout and were able to go to their next thing looking pristine. So um, you don't have to sweat in everything that you do. <laughs> so you're not going to get all sweaty and gross. Yeah. Because um, I know sometimes when people, especially as we age, you take the first shower of the morning and that was taxing enough. So you're not even thinking about trying to take more um, for the day. So you can do workouts without getting all sweaty um, and still have um, impact on your body in yep. different ways. Yeah. Yep. And uh, mm-hmm. if you are just getting started and you're not quite sure how to start with strength training, you know, check out our custom seven-day workout plan uh, where Meredith can, can put together a plan for you uh, with strength training exercises based on your fitness level. Um, it's a great place to start if you're starting out, and it will help get you on the right path. Uh, you share some information with um, with Meredith, and then she will come up mm-hmm. with a plan for you. So it's a great right. way to, to get started. but. True. Um, well, hopefully this podcast is helpful for you, especially if you're curious on getting started with strength training. Um, if you're a woman, and even if you're a man, this is all applicable, really. We tricked you on this yeah. podcast. Well, uh, just, it's a, really just applicable. a reminder that the reason why less than 20% of women are doing strength training, a mm. recent study showed. Mm-hmm. So this is for women and men to tell women that strength training is super, super important. Um, there are benefits for you. You're not going to get bulky. It's good for your long-term, long-life health and activities of daily living. So yep. so please, even if you're a man listening to this, remind a woman that's not doing it in your life that it's going to help them in so many ways. Yep, yep, very <laughs> true, very true. Uh, well, thanks for joining us on this podcast. Um, don't forget to swing by our website and sign up for our newsletter we send out all of our latest greatest content every week and we'd love to see you so uh we will catch up with you on the next episode bye Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.